Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into Final Pitch here on News Talk 830 WCCO. I am Chris Tubbs. I am in for H. Lake. He was in a little bit earlier for Jason DeRussia. Minnesota Twins, this is the final series of the regular season for the Minnesota Twins. And they go on the road to maybe one of the more hitter-conducive ballparks. I would say more so than even the Great American Small Park in Cincinnati. And the Twins defeat the Colorado Rockies 7-6. to And for the next uh, 30 minutes or so, 25, 30 minutes or so, going to be talking about it here. And if you want to join me on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line, you can hit me up, 651-461-9226. That works for a call or a text message. And as I was listening to the game, and I was kind of compiling my notes as this game got further and further along. I had four words that kept coming to mind. Four words that kept ringing in my head. I put them down over and over. Don't want extra innings. You would rather lose the game in nine. Because this was a meaningless game in terms of standings, playoff positions, all of that. Like, it it means nothing. This this is what this game means in terms of standings. You just want to keep the momentum with the way that you're playing. Yes, it was a, a bad Oakland team. Yes, it's a bad Colorado Rocky team. But you just want to continue the momentum that you've been building. And I thought that the Twins did that tonight. The one downer is the injury to Jorge Polanco. Hopefully it's nothing serious. You know, they're calling it left ankle soreness. And, you know, right now, day to day, get him off the, you know, get him off his feet, get him ready for Tuesday. I will say that hearing, you know, Danny Gladden explain it, that after the swing and he saw how he kind of went down a little awkwardly, Jorge went back out to his position at second base. Didn't move all that well, but he didn't immediately come out of the game. So that tells me that maybe it it wasn't all that bad, and then he's just like, hey, you know what? I can't go. This is kind of bothering me. You pull him out, and I think at that point, you know that this is a very – it's a, it's a deep team in terms of so many interchangeable parts. 
like I think we saw, and I want to get into more of this next segment, but you've got Donovan Solano was playing at first base, started the game at first base, moved over to second. Alex Kirilov came in and played first base. Like, this is a team that you have so many guys that can play anywhere. I mean, Jorge Polanco started the, the season at third base, went over to second base. You know, he had you know come up as a shortstop. You know, Carlos Correa is obviously your, your everyday shortstop when he's healthy. Kyle Farmer can play first, you know, mostly middle of the infield, a little bit of third base. Willie Castro, I don't think there's anything on this team. I think the only thing he hasn't done this year is catch. I mean, he's pitched. I think he's played all the infield positions. He's played all the outfield positions. Like, this team is so incredibly lucky to have so many interchangeable parts. And not only interchangeable parts, but I don't really feel like you're taking a, a, a big downturn in terms of talent. Like you, you've got guys that if they play first base, Alex Kirloff, he can go to the outfield if you want. But like Willie Castro, he'll probably, if Royce Lewis is not on the wild card roster, or even if Royce Lewis is, and he can't play the field, and he's your primary DH. Royce Lewis, even just having his bat in the lineup, that allows you to play Willie Castro at third base. Just realized I said I was going to get into it next segment, but I guess, yeah, what the hell, going to get into it now because I'm, I'm already this deep into it. But I just I'm looking at this, and it's okay to get excited about this team. It's okay to look at them and say that they've got some weaknesses, but I feel like at this point in time, this is the most equipped team that they this is the most equipped team that they've had in many, many years. And this is, you know, you're looking to break an 18-game playoff losing streak. And this is a team that at this point, you can't you can't look at it and say that they're completely overmatched. And to me, that is the very that's the impressive thing when it comes to this team. Absolutely is uh, impressive when it comes to this team. 651-461-9226. That is the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Another thing they did tonight is scoring late. And Danny and, and Chris mentioned it. Like, there have been times, especially in the first half of the season, that they would get down. You'd have these long, prolonged stretches where you'd have a couple of really good uh, outings in the first part of the game. You'd have some really good innings, put up decent numbers. And then for several innings, you would not have you would not have anything like sustainable, you know, nothing that you could bunch together. But you're getting more consistent at bats. And I really like that. I, I like that we're not having those you know, runners left in scoring position over and over and over again. It's just really, it's nice to see offensively that this team has a little bit, little bit more consistency. And I will say before, uh, before we take our first break, 
it seemed like the goal of tonight, one of the things that I was watching on my way in was I really wanted to see how the bullpen was going to be handled. And I wanted to see how they were going to handle Joe Ryan. And Rocco said in the pregame that he was not going to treat Joe Ryan the same way that he treated um, Sonny Gray and Pablo Lopez. Now, Pablo Lopez went four and a third in his outing against the Oakland A's. Sonny Gray also went four innings in his outing against the Oakland A's. And as I was thinking about this, I, I, I feel like number two, you know, two things. Number one, you know that that wild card series, you're going to need at least two games. You might not need a third. Hopefully you don't need a third because you won the first two. So in that respect, I can kind of understand not really needing to, you know, treat Joe Ryan with kid gloves. I totally understand that. But I also feel like, number two, that you don't – they wanted to get Joe Ryan his 200 strikeout. I felt like that was a goal. You wanted him to get those nine strikeouts to get to 200, and he finished with 197. He wanted to get those, but he was going to throw about 90 pitches. Now, you don't want to push him to the point that you're going to you know, extend him beyond what you want just to give him the opportunity to get those strikeouts. But at the end of the day, hey, twins win, and really that's the, that's the only thing that matters. 651-461-9226. That is the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. And I want to take a break, come back. Tonight I learned something. I feel like I know a lot about baseball, but tonight I learned something And I think we also know what the Colorado Rockies, what their favorite song is. We're going to get to that next. Final pitch here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Defeat the Colorado Rockies seven to six. They improved to eighty five and seventy four on the season. Two more games left the regular season. Now we got Monday off, and Monday's going to be a big day for the team because that's when we're going to find out exactly what's going on with the postseason roster. Who's on? Who's off? Who's in? Who's out? Very very fascinating over the next couple of days. And it's going to be fun to watch. It really, really is. It's going to be fun to see how things shake out when it comes to this roster because we've got so many questions, you know, from starting pitching. Well, we know the first two. 
Do we know the third? Are they going to need the third? What do you do with long relief? Royce Lewis, Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton. You know, Buck is making a he's making a push to get on that roster. And I'll give you some thoughts here uh, on that in uh, just a minute. But let's go to the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Let's talk to uh, Kelly Matson from Maple Grove. Kelly, good night tonight for your Minnesota Twins. Yeah, um, you know, I wish I, I wish I didn't have a a, a tangled uh, mess of yarn so that I could uh, finish up this whole scarf, but now I got a tangle in it, and now I have to have someone untangle the tangle to to get uh, so I can finish it the rest of finish the rest of it. So were you were you knitting during like you knit during the games, right? Like that's the good luck charm. Yeah. When, when you when you knit, yeah. they win, right? I mean, that's it's kind of how this thing works. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When when I when I when I when I knit um when I knit when I knit on the loom, then then I'm then I'm listening to the game. Okay. I, well, yeah. I you, you, well, you better you know just you know what over the next couple of days, like get that all cleaned out, and then on Tuesday, you got to start a brand new brand new project, right? Brand, are you going to start a brand uh, yeah, new one for for Tuesday? Like the postseason, you're going to start something new. Yeah, um, I have another skein uh, up in the closet, and then that's the only skein that I have. So I'll have to see how I can get some more yarn. But um, yeah, that that that's the only skein that I have right now. Okay, well, you know what, Kelly, yeah. I, I appreciate you uh, appreciate you calling. Have a great weekend, and uh, we will talk to you uh, come postseason. Not uh, we don't exactly know when the team is going to play. But we do know that it's going to be Tuesday. We don't know who it's going to be against. You know, maybe the Blue Jays. I'd be okay with the Blue Jays. Be okay with the Mariners. Not okay with the Astros. Don't want to see the Astros. Mariners, I could dig that. It sounds like the Texas Rangers. It looks like the Rangers are going to win the uh, American League West as it stands right now, and that would put them as the, uh, the number two seed. And then... Baltimore, they've got the number one seed. Good for the Baltimore Orioles, by the way. You know, winning the American League is for the first time since 2014. Before I get to Byron Buxton and his push to make the postseason roster, I I do want to say that I think we've got to give a lot of credit to Trevor Larnick. I, I remember covering him when he was at Oregon State. Like, that was a really, really stacked Oregon State team. Trevor Larnick was a fantastic player for Oregon State in college. And he, this was not a, a fun year for Trevor Larnick. Like, he had his ups and downs, went over to St. Paul, you know, maybe not exactly thrilled about it. I get it. I get it. But he handled it like a champ. And a pinch hit double last night. Was it two nights ago? He had that, uh, had that yeah, I think it was two nights ago. He had that uh, double against the, uh, against the Oakland A's. And tonight had the pinch hit home run. Like Trevor Larnick, I feel is making he's making a case to make this postseason roster as a as a pinch hitter. And I feel like this is kind of the situation that you would have wanted Joey Gallo. This because that's somebody we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about Joey Gallo. You know, been down with an injury, and he's just kind of been one of those guys that with the strikeouts and everything that he, you know, he's had all of those struggles at the plate. He's kind of become an afterthought, but Trevor Larnick, I think you could make a case that he's got a spot on that postseason roster. 
One guy that I don't feel should have a spot on that postseason roster, and I love him. I love the upside. But I don't know if Byron Buxton, as much as he's pushing, I don't know Byron Buxton right now has a spot on that postseason roster, at least for the wild card round. And I say it because you've got a more than capable Michael A. Taylor. I feel like Michael A. Taylor right now at 100% is better than a compromised Byron Buxton at this point because we'd all be holding our breath with Byron Buxton. The upside for Byron Buxton is enormous. There's nobody on this team, maybe outside of Royce Lewis, and maybe not even Royce Lewis has that ceiling that Byron Buxton has. He's what they call a five-tool player. Like, he has got it all, but he's just not healthy. And I don't know if he's going to go out there and try and go 100%. Is that best for him? Is that best for the team? Does it become more of a detriment than it does anything else? So it's very, very tough for me to say I want to see Byron Buxton on this on the wild card roster. But again, Byron Buxton is a game changer. But I think Michael A. Taylor at this point, Michael A. Taylor, he's making that decision hard on Rocco Baldelli. I did not know tonight. I got to be honest. Played a lot of ball when I was younger. Watched a lot of ball. I'd like to think that I know a little bit about it. I mean. I'm not a savant, but I feel like I can hold my own. I did not know that when you challenge a play in Major League Baseball, that you can challenge two plays at once. I had no idea because in the top of the eighth, when Trevor Larnett grounded into that double play, Rocco challenged the force at second base with Kirloff, and then Trevor Larnett at first. I felt you could only challenge one. You had to challenge the play at second or first. Like, I had no idea that you were able to challenge that. I mean, I, I I feel like my whole world has been a lie up to this point. But I thought it was, hey, that's something to put in the memory bank. And by the way, if you were listening to the game, you know, some stadiums have their songs that they love. Do you guys notice? I, I mean, how many times did we hear your love by the outfield tonight? I feel if it was a drinking game, like, we wouldn't have made it past the fourth inning. I mean, they they played it a lot tonight. It's, it's kind of like Sweet Caroline at Fenway. I heard it a lot, and it's a good song. But I'm like, man, I, I'm kind of I, I kind of over it. But you know what? I'm sure Target Field's got theirs. I don't know what the song at Target Field would be that they play over and over and over again. But I don't know. A little bit, uh, little bit too much of the outfield. I get it, though, because it's a baseball reference. 651-461-9226 is the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Going to take a break. When I come back, we'll uh, run through some of the highlights and get an update on Jorge Polanco from manager Rocco Baldelli. What's the latest? We'll get that as final pitch. Chris Tubbs in for Henry Lake here on Newstock 830 WCCO. Minnesota Twins defeat the Colorado Rockies 7-6 to tonight. Final pitch here in Newstalk 830 WCCO. Chris Tubbs in for H. Lake. H has been in all week for Jason DeRussia. We'll be back together on Monday night, and I'm sure we will have more than enough to talk about when it comes to the Minnesota Twins because, frankly, the Twins, we're going to know about that postseason roster. We're going to know what kind of decisions we're looking at. You know, we're, we're guessing and we're trying to figure it out, and what we won't have to wait 
at this time on Monday night. We're going to know exactly what it is that we're dealing with. We're going to know who's on it, who's not, when they're playing, and who they're playing. Again, anybody but the Houston Astros. Anybody but the Houston Astros. I do have a couple of things from the uh, Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line. Uh, agree with your Byron Buxton talk for the playoffs. Hasn't earned the right to play. Who would you leave off the roster? Others that play better. That's the thing. That's it in a nutshell. You, you, you look at how this team has played in lieu of some of the injuries that they've had. Byron Buxton has been a non-factor all year. And again, I love Byron Buxton's game. I am not a Byron Buxton hater. I feel like he's been incredibly unlucky and not his fault, not his fault. But when we step back and we look at this objectively, you look at all of these players that have been there that have contributed to this team. And I feel like right now, the best thing for the Minnesota Twins as a team, the best thing that gives them an opportunity to win a playoff game for the first time since 2004 is to have the healthiest players out there. Healthiest player out there. Uh, got another one here. Uh, great to hear your voice. Thank you for, uh, for that. Uh, tried to call in. Uh, this is from Karen in Northeast, back from uh, Greece. It was amazing. Wondering if I'm going to go to any of the playoff games. As of right now, I'm not planning on going to any of the games because I don't know when those games are going to be taking place. And, you know, with, with you know things are, are so fluid. However, if you want to go to a playoff game next week, if you want to go to game one on Tuesday, you can do that, courtesy of us here at WCCO Radio. Because our own member of the Glitterati, Jason DeRussia, Mr. Makeup, is graciously giving up his pair of great seats so you and a pal can go. And if you want to know how it's all going down, they're going to tell you Monday on Jason's show, Drive Time with DeRussia. I mean, I think that's what the kids are calling it. Starts at 3, sit in DeRussia's seats, powered by Pepsi and News Talk 830 WCCO. And uh, complete contest rules and details available at WCCORadio.com slash contest. So we can get you to game one. We will do that. We're going to kick Jason out of his seats. Eh, Jason, he, he gets enough. Got to spread the wealth, right? That's, that's what we got to do. But, yeah, go to WCCORadio.com slash contest. And then Monday, drive time with DeRussia, uh, 3 to 6. He and uh, Dan Cook, they will have all... Uh, as the kids call it, all the deets. Let's go to the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line before uh, I play some of the highlights for you and get an update on Jorge Polanco. Hi, who's this? Didn't want to, uh, didn't want to talk. All right, let's go to, uh, to some of the highlights here before I go ahead and, uh, and wrap it up. And uh, also one more from the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line. Atlanta Braves have 304 home runs for the season, three away from the uh, Bomba squad. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, uh, I have, uh, I've seen that. I don't think they hit any home runs tonight, but Ronald Acuna Jr. is just, he's a monster, right? 40 home runs, 70 stolen bases. Like, 40, 70? That doesn't even, remember when Jose Canseco had the first 40-40 season? Like, we thought that was good? Like, Ronald Acuna Jr. is just, he's a special player. Like, he is the National League MVP, and it is not even close. There's a reason why Atlanta is going to have home field throughout the playoffs, 
it's because of Ronald Acuna Jr. He's an absolute stud. Let's go to the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Aaron in Burnsville. Hey, Aaron, what's going on, man? Hey, you know, I just I wanted to say I draw some parallels to the team now uh, versus going back certainly to the 87 World Series champs, uh, 91 champs, but also even going back further than that, and this is going to date me a little bit, okay. and that's okay, but <laughs> we're – I mean, I'm, I'm drawing parallels to, like, the Rod Carew days when he was first baseman, right? Uh, John Castino at third. Uh, you know, the, Kenny Landro in uh, mm-hmm. outfield. I, uh, these guys didn't win the World Series in the, you know, late 70s, early 80s, Mike Marshalls and so forth on the pitching staff. Yeah. But he was an awesome reliever. Kenny Landro was the he had a bit of a anxiety issue that I think cost him his career. Yeah, yeah, but you're right. When he hit, when he hit, he hit well. And John Castino had an arm like no other in the MLB from third base. He could he could backhand a ball and throw it to first like a hundred mile an hour fastball pitcher. I mean, these guys were great too. Now, granted, they didn't win a lot, but they were a solid team. And so now the Twins just increased their consistency so much. You know, when you go back to saying, like, how they're not wasting those runners on base and they're capitalizing, essentially, uh, at key moments, that's, the, to me, the difference in a playoff-caliber team. So these guys are doing it now. So they've got a real chance. Now, obviously, one step at a time. I've been a Twins fan since the mid to late 70s when I was a small kid. So I'm excited, man. I mean, I'll tell you what. These guys got potential. They're getting it done. Uh, they they have such great mindset of like one one moment at a time, one day yep. at a time. Yeah. And I think Rocco is behind that, too. I mean, what a great hire he was all the way up to the front office. I mean, as far as Buxton's concerned, I feel the same way. I mean, he's such uh, an energetic – the athleticism of him is just – Phenomenal. And he, However, he's, he's a scape. He's a scapegoat. He, yeah, yeah. He's a scapegoat for Twins fans when things don't go right. He, he's a scapegoat, and, and frankly, I think it's exactly. kind of unfair to him. I think it is too, because it does. It doesn't diminish anything of, of his athleticism. When he's healthy, he's dangerous. Yes, absolutely. Because he's that great. He's that great of a player. So I, I'm tired of him being used as a scapegoat because. The man doesn't – he didn't want to get hurt. He'd be playing well if he could. So, you know, they've got real potential here. And I'm just saying, yes, one day at a time, one series at a time, one game at a time, one day at a time. That's the way we got to think of it. But I'll tell you what, they, they got potential. And I draw just parallels to what I described before. So I'll tell you, I'm, I'm excited. We, we can do this. Uh, I, I appreciate the call, Aaron, from uh, Burnsville. Appreciate you calling me up in the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Yeah, it, it, I understand where we're fickle. We are a very fickle fan base. We are in all sports. I mean, we we are. I mean, you, you can't have the postseason stink bombs year after year after year after year after year after year. I do that 18 times. Like, I get it. I get where the pessimism comes in. But it's okay to kind of feel like, you know what? Maybe... We can kind of crack that code a little bit. Well, maybe, you know, we can start to, to needle away at it. It's okay. 
it, it's okay. Are we going to get our heart broken? Probably. But why not enjoy the ride, right? Let's let's enjoy the ride while it's here. Because before you blink, it's going to be over. And, you know, as Cinderella and my, uh, my friend Tom Kiefer says, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Speaking of uh, gone, let's go to the, uh, the highlights here. Kyle Farmer with an RBI single in the top of the first gave the uh, Twins a one to nothing lead. But then Michael A. Taylor, oh, it's gone. Kepler at second stays. The two want to drive to left field and deep. Back it goes, deep it goes, and way out of here. Whoa! Michael A. Taylor clears the grandstand, and that ball landed on the concourse in left field. His 21st home run, 468 feet, 3-0 Twins. Man, did he hit that. (laughs) Yes, he did. And and there are two places where you can hit the snot out of the ball. Again, Coors Field, I mean, there's a reason why it's got a 111 park factor. I mean, we, we've known that it's like that for years, and that's that's okay. You know, you expect that when you're playing in Colorado. So, Michael Taylor with a two-run homer. Twins led three to nothing. Montero with a solo home run in the bottom of the second, cut into the three to one lead. Kyle Farmer then grounded into a double play in the top of the third. Uh, Twins had a four to one lead. Nolan Jones, really nice player for the Colorado Rockies. I don't know what Cleveland was thinking when they. Blood him. I, I have no idea what they did trading him to Colorado, but Nolan Jones uh, with an RBI single, four to two, and then, uh oh, Trejo. Swung on, hit high in the air, left field. Luplo back on the track, looks up, gone. A three-run homer. Trejo, his fourth of the year, and the Rockies now lead five-four. And it was five-four. And it would be uh, eventually be extended to six to four with a Brandon Rogers solo home run, his fourth of the year, made it six to four in the bottom of the fifth. Caleb Thielbar, this is th- these were things that I wanted to see. The sixth inning, you have the bases loaded, Brock Stewart with a big strikeout for out number two. And then Caleb Thielbar comes in, gets ahead zero and two of uh, Brandon Rogers, and Caleb Thielbar gets the Twins out of the jam. And here it comes. Breaking ball lifted in the air, center field. Late break by Taylor, but he's going to make up for it and put it away. So nice job. Three pitches for Caleb Thielbar to retire Rodgers. They strand three. And uh, that's how it landed. And, and then the top of the seventh. Oh, this is when it gets good, you guys. Remember that, uh, that thing from the 90s? Chicks dig the long ball, don't they, Trevor Larnick? Blasted high and deep to right center field. This one at the wall, and that's gone. Trevor Larnick has made this a one-run game, a solo shot to center field. It is a 6-5 Rockies lead here in the seventh. Ryan Jeffers, he wants in on the action. Jeffers hammers to left and deep. Back it goes, deep it goes. This game is tied. Ryan Jeffers, much like Michael A. Taylor, finds the concourse in straightaway left field. That one went 465. Some tape measure shots here tonight from the Twins, and we're even 6-6 in Denver. And it uh, got a little hairy in the uh, the eighth and in the ninth, and then uh, in the ninth inning, the sexiest play in baseball, the sacrifice fly. 
And now the 0-1 pitch, a fly ball, center field deep. Doyle going back, still going on the warning track, will make the catch. Stevenson tags and scores. So Kepler, a sack fly RBI to center. The Twins surge in front 7-6. And uh, that is how the game ended by a score of 7-6. And uh, let's get to some uh, post-game audio here from Rocco Paul Deli. Yeah, Joe Ryan, not the best night in the world, but how much can you really take into account because it's Coors Field? You factor it in. I mean, it's, you know, you factor in everything that you see. So uh, it's not probably an outing that you're going to put most of your stock in. It's not going to be the heaviest outing when you're weighing everything, but it's it's just one is, is what it is. So we'll continue to kind of line things up and think about everything. I don't have the answers right now. I, you know, didn't have them before the game. I don't have them now. We have a lot to figure out. But um, he started the game out, I think, throwing the ball pretty well. I don't know if it was third or fourth inning. The stuff dropped off. I mean, it was 93, 94. The off-speed pitches were firm and good and moving uh, as about as good as they're going to move uh, in a place like this. So, you know, that's probably the positive of the outing that we got out of him today. And the longer he went and the longer the outing went, it kind of went below the line of, uh, of where he would want to be. Yeah, no worries with Joe Ryan whatsoever. If they do have a game three next week, uh, Joe Ryan, if I assume if he's going to get the the call, he's going to be just fine. Uh, the big news coming out of this game, though, obviously the Jorge Polanco uh, right ankle soreness. Rocco Baldelli, what's the latest? Polo's okay, I think. He's got some right ankle soreness. That's what we're going to call it. It's really what it is. So we took him right out of the game as soon as he was uh, – uh, bringing it up to the to the trainers and the coaches. So uh, we'll evaluate him tomorrow. He's not playing tomorrow. We, we won't play him. We'll just uh, uh, see how he uh, uh, comes back, and hopefully by Tuesday it won't be an issue. Yeah, hopefully by Tuesday. That's the key. Anything, do whatever you can. Just make sure that he's ready to go on Tuesday. That'll do it for final pitch here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Thank you guys so much for uh, taking the time in the city's one plumbing talk and text line. Uh, Aaron from uh, Burnsville uh, giving me a, a call as well, along with uh, Kelly Madsen. Game number two of the series tomorrow, 6.30. Pre-game with a lineup card, Chris Atterbury, and then uh, Danny and Corey, they will get you from Coors Field. Emilio Pagan closed out tonight, and then he's going to open up tomorrow. You know what? September baseball doesn't mean a thing, but it's still going to be fun. You can catch it right here in your home of the Twins, News Talk 830, WCCO. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.